0: Hello, all, and welcome to another week of the 1%ers. The first round of finals, we've just come off the bye, and I'll tell you what anticipation is building. The next few weeks, we will find out who is a pretender and who is the real deal as they strive for Premiership glory. Joining me this evening, we have Hayden Ross, uh, back after a few weeks away. Dossman, welcome.
1: Jacko, good to be back, mate. Very, very excited for the finals. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm not really a fan of the week off. I feel like it's sort of sucked the life out um, of the season just a little bit, but um, with the game this Thursday, only a couple of sleeps away.
0: Very excited. I actually don't mind the... Uh... The little week off—it sort of gives me a, a little. Unless you're a team that's going into finals with a whole heap of momentum, like the Dogs, mm. I'm quite happy as an Eagles supporter just to take the uh, the week off and regather. Regenerate. Yeah, regather.
1: I think I wouldn't mind having the Brownlow on in this week, just so there's a because I know there's the All Australian and like the Rising Star, but having a big event like the Brownlow, I think um, could just keep us hanging in there until. The finals get started. What do you think?
0: Uh, there's already four awards nights. There's the PA, the AFL-PA, the AFL-CA, the All-Australian, the NAB Rising Star, and then I believe there was the McGarry medal. Is that... That sounds about right. So I think that's the VFL's BNF. Is that right?
1: Uh, you could be right. I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I guess there's already four awards this week. So... Um, yeah, that's a fair
0: call. I didn't actually mind the VFL taking centre stage either, which it was sort of a throwback, and we had a discussion about this. It sort of it made you appreciate how much we need VFL in terms of feeder feeder players into the AFL, because without a yeah. state league, the AFL will almost become obsolete in a way that there is no no second division for players to boost their skills yeah definitely and
1: it was also great to see uh the dons choke in another final
0: well i'm very interested to see if it continues on thursday night or if the days since essendon has won a final page on twitter continues to tick over (laughs) um we'll, we'll go straight into the uh the all australian which is uh, happened during the week and there were a few we are recording this on a Tuesday night before the finals just uh, so everyone does know but there were a few a few little snubs Dossie and did you have any straight off the top of your head um
1: I've got a couple I think overall the team was pretty good I mean it's pretty bloody hard to pick um a team of 22 and there's so many good players in the league um my biggest snub was uh, one of my boys, Nick Haynes. I think he's yep. had an outstanding season in defense for the Giants. Um, when, he, when I saw that he got picked for the squad, I was over the moon for Nick Haynes, but um, I thought he was pretty unlucky. I didn't like how they had three midfielders on the bench. Yep, um, I, I would have that. liked to have seen another defender, and I think Nick Haynes... Um, could have been that person.
0: Did you see Nick Haynes missed the, uh, the triple M best of the rest team? They didn't even pick him. They picked uh, yeah. Daniel Rich instead. It's that uh, Victorian bias getting yes. in the way. Yes, there is a lot of Victorian back. bias.
1: Did in you the, have one?
0: Uh, I was of the opinion that they didn't need to pick Max Gorn as well as Brodie Grundy uh, in a side where... Grundy rucks ninety percent of the game for Collingwood and Gorn rucks more than that for Melbourne unless Bruce plays. Neither of neither of them are great forwards in their own right, and I think both would agree with that. Uh I don't think they both can fit into that team structurally. Uh,
1: especially especially I agree, you've got, but well, it's not they're not actually playing anyone.
0: Yeah, well I know that, but if that's the case, then why don't we pick eighteen midfielders?
1: Yeah, I think... So, do you think Gorn wasn't in the best 22 players of the season?
0: Uh, No. Borderline? I think he definitely was. He's in the best 22 players for the year, but he wasn't the best in his category. It's like... I know there's not as many uh, rucks in the competition. So, let's say there's 18 major ruckmen in the competition. They're fighting for one spot when there's 240 midfielders fighting for seven spots. Yeah, I get your point. Um, I I, I think he's had a very good year, but if you're picking Tom Hawkins, who didn't kick as many goals as Ben Brown because his score assists were uh, vital, a lot of which came when he was second ruck, then it sort of renders that useless.
1: Yeah, I think on season was pretty good and I think, I get your point that structurally he doesn't fit in there but I think he just had to go in there and um, one of my other snubs was Shannon Hearn not being the captain, second rort. year running. Yep. Yeah, wrought Um They gave it to Fife, which is still a good choice, but I just think premiership captain um, Freo didn't make the eight I don't really
0: get their reasoning behind it uh, And through the week was named best captain by the players. He was. So maybe it's because he didn't rock
1: up to the award. Maybe they took it off him last minute.
0: Well, that was based on injury prevention, and from all reports, he may not play this weekend. Ooh, so could be a big out. It, it it could be, and we'll we'll touch on that game now while we're on it. Um, Essendon against the Eagles. What do you make of it? I know I have an opinion, but also mine is almost a pessimistic... No, mine's a pessimistic view. Right. Because if you go in with a low expectation, you come out in a better position, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's something that you do enjoy doing. I love it. Um, I think that, obviously, the West Coast Eagles should be favourites. They've had a far better season than the Dons and that home ground advantage um, is pretty significant, but I think um, it is a bit of a danger game. Eagles haven't played great footy. Um, like They've been solid, but um, they haven't definitely been at their best, and Essendon are going to have a lot of um, good players coming back in for this game. So um, I think it could be a danger game for the Eagles, um, particularly as we know and beat, um, the Eagles at Optus Stadium last year yeah. um, in their premiership year. So, yeah, Essendon will be going in um, pretty confident, I think, and I give them every chance to um, take the Eagles to the wire.
0: Well, I'm expecting about six changes for the Dons. It... Yeah, and whether that pays off or
1: not, we'll know after the game because, um, you know, that could be just too many and bringing in blokes who aren't 100% fit. But I think they've got to give themselves every chance and and not leave, you know, a guy like Heppel or Hurley um, on the sidelines when there's a chance that they could run out a full game.
0: Well, I listened to the AFL exchange and Cal twomey was down at uh, Essendon training and he said he was watching Michael Hurley train and he was under a lot of duress. Like, he couldn't get his arms above his head properly. Um, it oh, was com- really? It was competitive, but as soon as the ball went in the air, it was it was an issue. So, you'd expect him to jab it up and...
1: Yeah, I think he'll definitely play, but he's going to be sore.
0: And I think West Coast will pick Nat Nui. Uh, I yeah. think they will also play Hickey. Oh, I, I have yeah, a feeling you have because to. if Nat Nui goes have down, to play you can't play Oscar Allen. So as what are so your,
1: I as an Eagles supporter, give me your one or two biggest, I guess, concerns. Where do you think you're most vulnerable?
0: Uh, last time we played the Dons, Mark Hutchings shut down Saad. Like, completely shut him down, negated all run off half-back. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's Essendon's biggest weapon, being able to slingshot the ball out of defense so quickly and get you over the top. They, yeah. they tend to have a four, a tall forward deep, uh, with Stringer being the shortest variety. But they they do love getting over the top, and that's when they try and bring it back into the middle. And so yeah, as I said, slingshot from there. So I'm of I'm of the view that West Coast will be probably going into the game a little bit tall. Uh, with, you'd assume Kennedy. Well, is Kennedy going to play or is that?
1: Yeah, I think he's been cleared to play.
0: Okay, so Kennedy, Darling, Allen, forward line. You've then got a resting ruckman in Nat or Hickey. Uh, down back Barras McGovern. Hearn's in doubt, so you'd assume that someone like a Francis Watson comes in.
1: Waterman would be stiff to get dropped as well, but he might go out for Nick
0: Nat. Yeah, he sort of has to, in my opinion. Waterman's a link-up player. So you
1: think, you think you're think you potentially going to be too tall?
0: Yeah, that's my worry. Uh, we went in too tall against Richmond. And a Thursday night in Perth, a little bit of Jew might... Uh, might cause the Eagles a little bit of trouble on the ground, so expect Essendon to play a, a quick brand of footy, which they usually do, and it may catch the Eagles uh, a little bit out unaware. of sorts. Yeah, uh, who is who have you earmarked this final, Dossy, as a watch? So you're you're uh, you're investing a fair bit of money into this player to buy shares in them or stocks in them. Who are you? Uh, who are you getting on?
1: Um. Oh, that's kinda of thrown me a bit. I um I think I like humour cluggage from the Lions. Yeah. Um I think Saturday night down at the Gabba, um, big ground. I think obviously his first final, so um, we're not too sure how the young Lions players are gonna go, but he's been in such fine form this year. Um he was stiff to miss all Australian um on the wing position and I think his run and carry drive um, across the ground, I really like humor cluggage and what he can bring um, to the Brisbane's first qualifying final.
0: I think with the Lions, what we've got to think is they're either going to go at either end of the extreme. They're either going to win well or they're going to get absolutely pumped. I don't think they're going to be in that honourable loss type bracket. Do you agree with that? Why do you, why do you think that? Uh, I just think they'll either come out guns blazing, they'll be confident... They'll take yep. finals in their stride and they'll they'll perform really, really mm-hmm. well. Or they'll come out, be in their shell, get blown away by the Tigers, and then because they're already miles back, they'll put the cue in the rack or they just won't know how to find their feet. Yeah, I don't mind it. I think having the game
1: with Gabba will be really important for them because they'll have the crowd with them the whole way. So um, we saw a couple of weeks ago at the G when Richmond got off to a quick start, um, that the score difference at quarter time was basically the difference at the end of the game. So Brisbane just never sort of recovered from being asleep at the start and they didn't have the support there. Um, But having that at the Gabba, I think the crowd will keep them in the game. And, um, yeah, I give them a pretty good chance to win, I think. What do you reckon?
0: Oh, I I think the Lions will win by a couple of goals. I was listening to SEM this evening. Brisbane and, or Richmond? I think Brisbane will win by a couple of goals. I was, hey, uh, didn't you say they just either smoke them we'll or get smoked? Yeah. Smoking them can be a couple of goals if it's a low-scoring contest. <laughs> yeah. It won't be low-scoring. Yeah, okay. They might win by a couple... Five yeah, th- goals. Yeah, three, four, five goals. Whatever it is. Right. Um, I was listening to SEM before, and a couple of uh, Richmond callers uh, were on the line, and they mm. were. I just uh, there's certain teams where you can listen to supporters and, and and when I talk say supporters, dos I mean like the one percent nuffies, yeah? The one percenters. No, not us, mate. We're on the money every time. I'm talking <laughs> about the blokes that are just so one eyed. It's not funny, and I can sort of listen to the the Carlton supporters because they've been down for so long and they they look at it through a a glass half full perspective of yeah. where on the rise. Um, I can listen to Hawthorne guys because they've done it. You, you yeah. sort of get annoyed at the the repetitive nature of we won three grand finals, but So what is it about the Richmond
1: what were the Richmond supporters saying that you weren't you weren't a
0: fan of? They're talking up like Jason Castagna as like this amazing once in a generation small forward <laughs> who's gonna come out and kick six. Like it's just not gonna happen. And to be perfectly honest, if Richmond don't win the flag this year, this whole Damien Hardwick tenure at the Tigers goes down as underperforming.
1: They want a flag, though.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. With the list that they they have, they should have won two, maybe Do you three. You think they should have won more? They should have won last year. 100% they should have won last year. I agree with that, but I think... like. If don't they don't, if they don't sh- win this year, they won't win under Damien Hardwick again. You
1: could argue that, but
0: I also think
1: um, what they did in twenty seventeen was a surprise, and I think my personal view is that they've actually overachieved for the list that they've got. Um, just when you sort of break it down, obviously they've got a, a few bona fide stars in there, but I think you know if guys like Castagna or Jaden Short. Um, Land that these types went to bottom clubs. I don't think they'd be performing at that level so I don't know I kind of disagree with that and I think Richmond have done pretty well to win a flag with the list that they've got.
0: I just think if you've got if you've got a hundred thousand members that much cash flow, you're classified as one of the biggest clubs in the country and you've got that much room to uh, wiggle. I'm going to say the, the word wiggle is uh, probably not the right term, but within that soft cap space and use third-party investments to develop your uh, training facilities and your systems in place, you should be doing a lot better than what they are. And that's just my opinion. I think they will, if they don't win the flag this year, it's a massive uh, underperformance in my view, especially when you've got Martin... Lynch Cochin Presty is a very good footballer so that's and like they've got was it three or four all Australians no they had two all Australians this year didn't they Grimes and uh, yes and then that correct. would be about it the year before they would have had maybe two the year before that maybe four in their premiership year so in my eyes it is an underperforming team if they don't get it done that and is it, a big call Huge call. Now, this is just a little bit off topic from uh, me to you, Doss. What's Who's one athlete? It doesn't have to be an AFL football. It can be any sport in the world that you actually get excited when you are watching them play or do what they do. Like, they actually they make you sit there and are, you're in awe of them.
1: I think there can only be one answer for this, and that's the king. LeBron? King Kyrios mate.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: He is that entertaining to watch. He can cop no, all the No, that's not what I'm hate. saying.
0: I'm saying you're in awe of them. You're not in awe of I Nick When I sit down,
1: my eyes are glued to the television and no other athlete in the world does what Kyrios does.
0: What consistently loses in the third round of a major? Entertained.
1: <laughs> you're watching a movie when you watch Kyrgios play. Do you agree? No. You Nick... need to jump on the train, when no, like, It's going places.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I actually quite enjoy watching Nick Kyrgios play. I just think he's mm. uh, a talent that's not utilizing his full potential because mm-hmm. everyone in the world would kill for that talent. But yep. I also think that Nick Kyrgios puts himself in a position where he protects himself from criticism because he's got all this talent, but he he plays it off as like, oh, I'm not trying, so therefore you can't judge my abilities. Yeah, I can see that argument.
1: I think at times, though, he just genuinely isn't because it seems like he doesn't even like the sport a lot of the time.
0: No, that's true. For me, someone who I'm in awe of, and I was watching Mm -hmm. the highlights before, is Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you're familiar with him.
1: I'm not familiar with him. Enlighten me.
0: Last uh, last year's NFL MVP plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 22 years old he was last year when he won it. He's a quarterback. Wow. And If you get a chance to sit down and just watch the young gunslinger, as he's called, he has a rocket of an arm. And in years gone by, I would have said Tiger Woods is the man that I. I What's still... his name? Carl Malone. <laughs> Shut up, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick right yeah, just, I'll, I'll look him up. While, while you're looking that up, we'll move on to the the Collingwood and Geelong game. I don't know why I said Collingwood first because it is a Geelong home game. However, uh, <laughs> I'm of the view that the Pies get it done if everyone gets through unscathed. Doss, what are the... I would p- agree with that. What are the odds that they get through <laughs> with a clean Villa health? <sighs> Jeez,
1: it's... I'm. St- this is probably the game I'm most excited for, I think. Um, obviously, the big MCG crowd is going to be 95,000 in the house. But, um, yeah, both sides at full strength are really good. Whether Collingwood, as you said, can get through the game um, without any soft, two, soft tissue injuries um, will be the big question. Um, apparently, Darcy Moore is going to play, So's to So, Two and massive and, ins and
0: there. Jaden Stephenson, the punter.
1: Yep, Stephenson's in, so um I think you, I think I'm with you. I think the pies will get it done in a close one. And we also know Geelong can't win after the bye. There are zero and eleven after the bye. So I think the Pies in a close one.
0: Uh who is Geelong's most important player this final series? Is it Is it Dangerfield? Is it Ablett? Is it someone else? Because I've got my Um, opinion, but I want to hear yours. Most important. Or do you want me to to crack it off?
1: I'd say a tie between Dangerfield
0: and Blitzavs. I'm very similar to you. I was going to say Blitzavs, but against Collingwood, I don't think they're going to purely tag Grundy. I think they're going to go head-to-head with Reece Stanley. So I think Reece Stanley is Geelong's most important player this this finals campaign. Wow. If I he, think if he has a good if he has a good finals campaign they go deep. I agree with that
1: statement, but also I think if you take Stanley out and put in, you know, Abbott or Smith or whoever, like that doesn't rule them out of winning a game, you know?
0: Yeah, I understand what you mean. I just think Stanley has the ability. So you to think...
1: think if he plays a really good game and a really pivotal role, then that will take them deep?
0: Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think if Stanley uh, if Stanley plays well, they win.
1: Yeah, because I can partially agree with that. That
0: that will negate the rocks. And if you look at all the teams that are in finals, they've got a relatively, oh, apart from probably the dogs, they've all got relatively good Ruckman. the uh, Collingwood, Grundy, West Coast, Natanui. Uh, the Dogs obviously have Tim English, which is an ideal. GWS run with Mumford. Yeah, Mummy will Ruck. Uh, and then Nank or Soldo, they're both relatively uh, good Rucks. And then you come up Serve against Stefan Martin. So they're all relatively uh, experienced Ruckman, especially if Curvis gets to go in finals. I think Rhys Stanley is Geelong's most important player because they have had issues in that ruck department.
1: Yeah, I also think that Grundy is going to give Stanley an absolute bath. That and is so a possibility, yes. If you think Stanley needs to compete, then I think Geelong and no chance.
0: Should Reece Stanley rock up with the uh, the goat soap? He's about to get a bath.
1: He should, have made, he should lather himself in it. Get you, get you, goat
0: on. Uh, we'll go to the last game. It is going to be probably, well, what is it, the 2016 preliminary final rematch? Preliminary final rematch, I should say. Yeah.
1: So that's on the Saturday Arvo, but we've talked about the Brisbane Richmond game already. So, um, yeah, GWS versus the Dogs. I was actually watching the highlights of that 2016 prelim and. Man, I wish I could have been at that game because it was bloody unbelievable. Um, and do, do just looking that... yeah, yeah. just looking at those highlights and noticing the players that Giants had, I'm I'm still staggered that they didn't win a flag that year because in that in the side yes. they've got now, if you add Sheel, Devin Smith, um, a fit, Tom Scully, Callum Ward It's just unbelievable how good their team was, and they just happened to run into the Dogs who were firing at the time.
0: They were indeed firing, and uh, what was it? It They're firing at the moment. It was three points, the margin, I believe, and the best player on the ground that day, and uh, it was Josh Dunkley. The best player the last time they played, Josh Dunkley. So does DeBoer go to Dunks, or does he go to McRae? Or Bont?
1: Do you mean in the pre the prelim or yeah? Sorry, last the... time they
0: last time they played,
1: he had Gi- giants got smashed yeah, by like Dunkley s- had
0: thirty one kicked two, uh, had eleven tackles or something, and then Here's in a the gun. Pre- then in the prelim, Dunkley had 25, 10 tackles, fourteen score involvements.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a great player, Dunkley. Um, it's a shame the Swans didn't pick him up as a father son. But... Who do
0: you, who do you send Debor to? Uh, he, Bond. I'm, it's got to be Bond. I'm sending him. To it has J- to be Bond. I'm sending him to JJ. No. I'm sending him to
1: JJ. JJ is good, but there's no way he's more damaging than Bond. And I also think there's. I, I just don't no think way... he can
0: contain Bond.
1: Well, I think J.J.'s way too quick for DeBoer. I think the Bont... I think if you're pressuring the Bont... If you let Bont run free, you're going to lose the game.
0: He went to Bont last time. Bont had 27 touches. Hey. Not 30. Jesus. Okay, if that's what we're going off. Uh, Who do you reckon will take the chalkies there? Um, do the dogs keep their momentum or does the buy stall it
1: I think it hinders it a little bit mm-hmm. um, yeah I think it could be a factor because it sort of stops that momentum um, I think the dogs will get up but if the Giants play their best footy then I think Giants will win but um, I'm going to go with the dogs just because they've been in much better form
0: I'm of the same opinion, and uh, I, I, I just can't see it being a close game. I think it might be five or six goals.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that happening.
0: Uh, we'll move on now. Just It's a very, very short show this week. Only the, uh, the, four, the four games to cover. Dossie will grab a big call from you heading into the first week of AFL Finals.
1: Big call for me, geez. We should actually just while I'm thinking on the last ep, if you can be bothered running through each of the big calls, already and got which all ones the clips. You have got them.
0: Got the clips, and I'll tell you what. When I was cutting them down, there are some shockers.
1: Very excited for that. Um, my big call will be. Controversially, Stephenson or Stephenson, whatever way you want to go, will kick five on Tom Stewart.
0: Wow, we well, that's that'll be. And fun. I
1: think people will be up in arms after he was allowed to play that VFL game to get a bit of um, practice under his belt. So, Steve O to kick five in a win.
0: Steve kick five. Well, I'm gonna go a couple. A couple higher. I'm going to say Aaron Norton will kick <laughs> seven <laughs> on Phil Davis. If that happens... How many did he kick last time? Two. Okay, that's probably the dumbest call I could possibly do because he kicked two in a game they won by 60 points. Hey, it's called Big call for a reason. It is Big call for a reason. Dossie... We'll just, I'll quickly do this for you. Eagles or Dons? Eagles. Cats, pies. The magpies. Giants, dogs. You went the dogs. Dogs, yeah. And and Lions, tigers. I'm going to pick the tigers. That is a juicy multi right there. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Gamble Responsibly? Dossie? Thank you for a lovely, short, sharp pod.
1: Thanks, Muzzy. Very keen Uh, for this Thursday night. It should be a cracker.
0: It should. And if you want to get in contact with the podcast, drop us a tweet at 1percenters with an underscore. Dossie, we will see you next week. Cheers, Muzzy. Go the Eagles.